Alright, so Perikid Bays. We're in the middle of Perikid Bays. And we start, we're going to start on the top of Yud Zayin Amr Aleph. Yud Zayin Amr Aleph. Second line. Just as a background, again, we started getting into the world of Abaini. There's a Russia, there's a Tzaddik, and now we're going to the world of Abaini. The Abaini, we explained, is a person who he never does an Avera ever. He doesn't do an Avera. That's him. In his machshavas, or his maisa, in his machshavas, diwa, in his maisa, we do any avera batsim. The main Indian by abenini, when he does something wrong, is that he still has inside of him a taivich for something. That's a, that's, that is what is different between him and a tzaddik. A tzaddik is a person. Who even the tie of the pull towards the physical is, is gone from him, has left him. A Bainini, he may not do anything wrong in action, but the pull towards it, the tie of towards something physical, is still there. And there are certain times where he has an aliyah that he even doesn't, he loses that pull even. And that, as we explained is, last week, is tefillah. Tefillah means that a person goes, like we said last week, we called it the superhero time. He becomes a superhero. Tefillah means you become a superhero for the time being that you're davening. Tefillah allows you to rise yourself up above the level that you're holding on on a normal basis to a higher madriga. It allows the avas of Hashem to be in nikhla, in the left side of your heart where all your taivas lie. And therefore, because of that, you lose even the pull during, during davening. Bashasa Tefillah Baini loses the pull towards the physical. The problem is after davening. What happens after davening? After davening, though, he still has a pull. So the question we're going to deal with is after davening, if he still has that pull towards the physical, what is stopping him from doing an avera lemaisa? What, the, what then is stopping him from doing a maisa avera? And that's where we're coming off on right now. What stops the from doing a maisa avera? So he says like this in the second line. The reason why he doesn't do the verb poyal is because the moyach of a person rules over his heart. See it? Is that part of the verse? Naturally, meaning this is not a chiddish, it's not a madriga that a person has that he, his mind rules over his heart. Right, this is something which is by nature by every person. That this is how a person was born naturally, that he had the ability to rule over his heart. Everybody with the rotson of his mayach is able to rule. Over the ruach of the taiva that he has in his heart, the pull of his heart, uh, the, that, that pull that he has, he could say, I'm not going to do it. Why is he not going to do it? Because his mind is going to rule over his heart. Because of that, he's not going to do the maisa. See, earlier on in the, in the I was going to say the masakha, earlier on in the, in the Sefer, we spoke about that the mind rules over the heart as well. But over there, the mind ruling over the heart was the ability that the heart, you don't have the desire in the heart. Here that's not the case. Here, you still have the pull. 
but you have his gabras of your mind to say, I'm not going to do it. Your mind says, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. That's what it means that your moyach has the ability, if your mind, you talk to yourself and you tell yourself, it's not the right thing to do. There's not going to do it. I'm not going to do this away right now. I'm not going to go ahead and do it. There's no reason for me to do it. You're talking to yourself. Or like we're going to say that you think about other things. When you do that, that allows you, and if your mind is strong enough that you really want it, your mind really wants that. So even though you might have the pull, but because you were contemplating not doing it, you're trying to talk and you're thinking about it, your mind allows you not to do the ma'isa. Or you, you das from it. Like we just said, you, you start to think about something else. You start to think about the, the, the Laker game. Or I'm, I mean, I'm from LA, so the, the Knicks game. Or the Yankee game. Something else completely different. Or you put your mind to something else. I have a time to eat that extra thing. I'm going to start thinking about something and learning. I'm going to start thinking about this. And that is going to be your control to say, I'm not going to do that myself. That's how Abaini lives. Abaini does whatever he can. He uses his mind to rule over his taiva, that he shouldn't actually do something but poil, that he shouldn't actually do the maisa. That's what Abaini does. And especially, Ubefrat, highlighted, Ubefrat al Tzadik when he pushes his mind to a Dabrash of Bikdusha. See, this is a very important thing. I'm not part of the shir, but this is a very important thing. A person has to awaken his mind. Most people, their minds, their minds are asleep. Most people, their minds are asleep. And thinking is a very difficult thing for people. People have a very hard time to think and to be in control of their minds, especially let's say, but when they're eating, right? How often does it happen when we're eating that we all of a sudden we lose our mind and our whole plate is done and we're like, whoa, what happened to the food? Right? Because we were so engrossed in the eating, our mind wasn't, because our mind wasn't alive. Our mind was completely in a slumber at that time. Or whatever it is, all the different things that we do. Eating is just simple. A lot of the times our minds are asleep and it's hard to awaken our mind to say, you know what, I'm going to sit down and eat right now, I'm going to be thinking about something. It's very hard to do that even, right? It's hard to say, I'm sitting down and eat right now, let me think about what I just learned in, in, in First Seder. Or when I'm walking in the street to, and I have to look at something and I want to think about something which is, uh, which is Kaddish. A Yid has to work on his machshava, that his machshava should become awake. It's a very important thing. Somebody once told me that if you would see my Rebbe walking in the street, and you would stop, or you would stop him. So most people, when they're walking in the street, if you would, if you would stop and say, "What are you thinking about right now? What are you thinking about right now?" Most people would have no idea what they're thinking about right now. They would be completely clueless what they're thinking about right now. They wouldn't know. But if you would stop my rebbe in the street and you say, "What are you thinking about right now?" He'd be able to tell you on the spot what he's thinking about right now. There's no such thing as his mind not being in control. There's no such thing that he's not thinking. A yid is always thinking. And a person has to awaken his machshav, and he has to awaken his mind to become a thinker. It's a very important thing. The mind has, is a big tool that we have. It's our biggest tool probably that we have. And uh, it's, a, it's an important job for us to start to work on how, well, okay, we can discuss it, we can discuss it with somebody else, but the Indian is to awaken our, our machshava. So when a person has a taiva, pull towards something, he has to be Masiyah das and think about something else. Or to think about something in Kedusha, he has to put his mind somewhere else. And by doing that, Befrat, when he thinks about the Varnashib Kedusha, that's how he's going to make sure not to go towards that thing which he desires right now. Kedixiv. I mean, how do we know Befrat in Kedusha? Because the Pasuk says, There's a Yisran of Chochma over foolishness. Just like there's a Yisran of, of Or, light over darkness. I mean, the Pasuk the Pasuk would be, 
that there's a myla, there's, I mean, it's better to be a smart person than to be an idiot, right? Or is much nicer than darkness, right? Everybody likes a sunny day versus a cloudy day. Some people will not, but mostly people like a sunny day over a cloudy day. But that's not what we're trying to be expressed up here. He's saying a chiddush in the Pasuk. What's the chiddush in the Pasuk? Just like the or has a shlita, it rules over the chosha. When the or comes into the picture in a dark room, the chosha gets pushed away. That a little bit of light pushes away a chosha in a room. Not just it pushes away, but another chiddush is that it happens easily. It happens very smoothly. <coughs> or just comes in and pushes out the darkness out of the room. <laughs> so too, the or, which is the kedusha, the choyshech, which is the ra. So too, when you bring a little bit of or, when you bring up some kedusha into your makshava, so it's going to push away very easily that tie or that pull that you're having towards something right now. <laughs> so too, the left side of the heart, the chazal say, that if in ruch shtus, comes inside you, that's going to make you do the bear. So too, when it comes and you bring your makshav into the picture, it easily pushes away, like like or pushes away easily, the choyshech. The the hard part is that people don't they're not loving Mokshal, that's my point. And that's not me. The problem is that people that not even, they don't even wake up their minds to do that. That's my point. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't have to. They don't have to be thinking about concise questions. Your answer was today. Right. So now, Viter, because of the chokma that's inside the nefesh of the kids, which resides in Mayach, that's inside of his Mayach. That it wants to take over the totality of the body, the ear, which was the which is the person. In order to that the machshava, the deeper, the mice of the three levushim of the person, it should be only in charge. The guf, the the nevesh should be only in charge. The kol guva kulo kanal. She machshava deeper mice of mitzvahs the tarik kanal. That it should only be attached to tarik mitzvahs, which is machshava deeper mice mitzah the nevesh of the kiss. So that's the first part of this piece. First part of the how does the Bainini, after davening, how does he come back and say, I'm not going to do the Misa? He's not in this, in this superhero mode right now. So how does he do them? How does he not do the Misa? Peshat is that a Bainini's mind is awake. Bainini's mind is awake and, he, and he's Masiach Das to something else. He's Masiach Das to Darvashat B'Kedusha. And by doing that, when he, and he's about what he's about to do, by doing that, by the Ritzona of his Mayach, he pushes away that he shouldn't come to do that Misa Ba'atim. And therefore, he doesn't do any Avera because of that. So then what's the limit between him and a tzaddik b'maitzah? So why, why is it? Why is this true? Why does he not? I already explained it, but why is it that he doesn't, why does, sorry, why does he have that pull? And a tzaddik doesn't have that pull? 
Because the difference between him and a tzaddik is that even though that you put that or pushes away that choshech, that's only in his three levushim, only in his machshava, in his dibor umaisa. But what's going on in his lay? That's the difference. The essence part of himself, the 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 type of the pole, the essence part of himself. That yet he's still not in control. There the battle still lies between his Yitzhahara and his Yitzhahara, who never shall kiss me, never shall Bahamut. The essence of himself. So the, what happens to the poil, he doesn't ever, he always wins. He always does the right thing. But what's going on inside is where the difference is. Yeah, we'll see that later. Because the Nefesh of Bahamas which is from the klipa, which it resides in the left side of the heart, in the benini, the left side of the heart, it's still alive like it was before he davened. Meaning the, the, the control, the, the, how much the Yetzirah resides in the left side of his heart is still as much as it was before he davened, after he davened. That's the difference between him and a tzaddik. Tzaddik, it's no longer there in the left side of his heart. Or it's there in a very minute way. But by Benini, it's there in its totality as it was, he just doesn't do any maitza. That's in between a Benini and a Tzaddik. The fire that he had during davening, which went to the left side of his heart, which therefore subdued the left side of his heart, is no longer around. We'll see later on. We'll see later on exactly what that means. That's all that resides. Therefore, the left side of the heart will be the seal, the choyshek will still be in the left side of his heart. Therefore, he still have a pull to all and only gashmis olam hazeh. He'll still have that pull, he'll still have that pull towards it. He'll always follow clock, because right now he's as if he never dominated at all. He doesn't do an Avera. Lamaisa, he doesn't do an Avera. So still in his heart, the pull. But Lamaisa, the Avera, he doesn't do. And even the Machshav, he doesn't do. He doesn't do the Maisa, the Poyal Mamish. But the Machshava, like everybody has Machshavas. Start of the machshava that goes in a person's mind, that even a benini still could have. But that's not called ba'atim doing an avera until what? Until you continue on the machshava, like we said last week. Everybody's allowed to have a machshava. Right? A benini has a machshava. But a benini, even though he has a machshava, he doesn't allow the machshava to continue. That's the difference between a proper machshava and a non proper machshava. Everybody has machshavas. And the Chazal say right now, like he's about to say, the Chazal say, Three years, the person's never saved from. So a person has makshavas every single day. But what's the difference between a bainini and somebody else? A bainini is he doesn't allow the next thought to happen. The next thought of, of building on that thought would pop up into his mind, that's what he stops from happening. Instead, he pushes away that thought and he doesn't allow that thought to keep on going. That's the between a bainini and somebody who's not a bainini. Sadiq never has that thought in the first place. Sadiq never has that thought in the first place. Pashtas. Yeah. So, so is that an Avera when those thoughts come to me? Uh, I'm not sure if it's an Avera, Mamash. 
So you don't do you don't do any ma'aserah but poyal mamish. Right. Now, yesh la'ayin if it's mamish called the mamish. Lamaisa, any questions on the on the Indian of the, of this of this part of the parak? The difference between a Bainini and a Tzadik, the Tzadik he, he doesn't have the pull anymore. A Bainini has the pull. He just doesn't do the Maisa. He doesn't do the Maisa. That's between a Bainini. During Tefillah, a Bainini rises up to a higher madrega. But a Bainini he's in, he has his mind, his mind is in control. That he doesn't allow himself to do the Maisa Bapoil Mamish. That he allows his mind to be Masiach Daito that he shouldn't do it. Or he puts his mind to Makam of Kedusha. And by doing that, like we said, a person has to awaken his mind. He should become a thinking person and, and his mind should become awake. And by doing that, it becomes like a Yisrona Ormin HaChoshech. When he starts thinking of, you know, Torah to get things, Kedusha to get things. So now that Choshech is turned into an Or. That's really what I want to speak about in the, in the next Shlav. Is this idea that he calls Choshech the Ra Choshech. He calls it Ra Choshech. And he explains that when it comes to Ra being a Choshech and Or being Kedusha, what happens is when you bring the Or into the picture, so that pushes away the Machshava Me'ela V'Memela. Meaning, what does that mean, Me'ela V'Memela? It means when the Or comes, it's not a Machama to push it away. It's not a Machama to push away that Ra. It happens easily, it happens naturally. It's, it's a smooth process. It easily goes away. It's not a Machama. What's the pshat that is not a mochama? What's the pshat that we call it a choyshech that is not a mochama? What does it mean, me'elav umemela? I want to try breaking down this story a little bit. And I want to start first with the idea, Chazal tell us, it is one of the, I think this, this Chazal in, in the in this farm is one of the most basic Chazals, one of the most important Chazals. It's like more in Chulin on Samech on the base. It says like this, Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi, Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi says, Rami, he, he brings a contradiction. The sun and the moon, the two great luminaries, two great luminaries. But then there's a stira. Because it says, There's a ma'ora katan. There's a ma'ora gadol, there's a great or. And then there's a ma'ora katan, there's a small or. So it's a stira. Is, it a, is there two great orders? Or is it one great or and one small or? What is it? Which one is it? So, Amr Yer, because the Medjah, he, the, the, the Chazal tell us, Amr Yer, the moon sent in front of Hashem, Rebonish Lolam. After the Shnei Malachim, she shouts over Kesar Echad, is it possible for two kings to wear the same crown? Right? There's two kings. There's Shnei Malachim, there's two kings. Amr Allah, so the Mashem said to him, You're right, go make yourself small. Make yourself small. And I know then the rest of the Gemara, the Kashmir says, Hey, like Kapara, Shemi Atias Yereach, bring me a Kapara, which is the Seir that we bring on Rosh Chodesh, bring me a Kapara that I made the moon small. But Lamaisa, the moon was big. At the time of the moon and the sun being the same exact size, it was Kachashech Ko'ira, that it was a lot of light. It was, the moon was also a big light. The moon was also a huge light. The public tells us, by Shem is Kachashech Ko'ira. No, no, that's not what it means. No, but it reflects. I'll explain after. Rishab has a nice mind around that. Hashem Ka'ira is that the light, the darkness, and light they shine the same way. It, 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 it's it's Hashem Ka'ira. 
after the chait, after, after the, sorry, after the miyat so the moon gets small, now it's called the ma'or chatan. What is the significance of now the, the, the moon being small? What does that do, what does that make our world look like now? Now that the moon has become smaller. Any questions on that so far? Excellent. Okay, now we're going to have to really put our, uh, our thinking caps on, okay? We know that there's, like he said, that there's toiv, there's choyshech and there's or. Choyshech and or are really synonymous with tov and ra. Or is tov, like the Potter says, we are the kimesa or ki toiv. Because we're also the or ki tov, the or is called toiv. And this week's parsha, the Malay is called it's called by Virasa Kitoivu. In our parsha, he saw Moshe being a Virasa Kitoivu. He was tov, and the bias became full of light. So you see, tov and or they go hand in hand with each other. Choishek as well, Choishek and Ra, they also go hand in hand with each other. Why is Choishek and Ra? What is the that Choishek and Ra go hand in hand with each other? So the idea is, it's a, it's a very deep idea. The Maral speaks about it. Already speaks, a lot of Islam speak about it. That what is choyshech? What is choyshech? What is darkness? What darkness is, is darkness is a creation. There's something called darkness. We, we see that as being a creation. We see that it's here. There's something called it. But what darkness is in, in truth is just a header or. Meaning it's just a lacking of light. That's what darkness is. Darkness isn't something of its own. Darkness is the lack of something else not being there. When or comes into the picture, when or comes into a place of choshech, the choshech is no longer there. The or takes the messias of the choshech and the choshech is gone. Choshech is just the lackness of light. And you see that to be true because what's the opposite of or? It's choshech. Usually two things which are opposite of each other, they mesh together, they can mesh together with each other. Here, by or and, and, and choshech, there's no meshing. Let's say somebody wants some sweet and sour chicken, right? Wants some sweet and sour chicken. Sweet and sour chicken has something which is sour and something which is sweet, right? So those things are two opposite things. But those two tastes, even though they're opposite, they make a, they make a combination with each other. They, they work together with each other and they make what? Sweet and sour chicken, right? They, they make the two of them come together. Choshech and Or, they don't combine together. When Or comes into a place of Choshech, Choshech is gone. It moves out of the way. It doesn't get fused together. So in Cain, if we see that Choshech is just a lacking of light, so, and, we, and, and therefore it's not a real Matthias, so why do I look at it as being a Matthias? It looks like it's something real to me. The shot is that like Chazal say about Esav. Esav, it says in the Medrash, I created something which is like vanity in my world. Something which is not real in my world. Meaning there's something in the world which you could see it as being a creation and it's in our reality, but it's not real. I asked the Rav this. I asked, I asked Rav Zuckersli to this. And, I, and I, I was having a hard time bringing it down and he told me it's like a mirage. What's a mirage? Person's in the desert, and they, they're very, very thirsty. I have idea, they're very thirsty, and they want water. So what do, they, what do they see in a desert when they're very, very thirsty? We know there's a concept that 
they they have a they, they hallucinate. They have a mirage. They'll see it in oasis. They'll see you know like in, like, you know you read in the in the book. They, they'll see like a like a little well of water, and they want to jump into it. And they really they just fell into the sand, right? Because they made themselves this fake reality, which they think is real right now. The same thing is true with Choshech. Choshech means Choshech means a, a reality which is just a dimyan. Choshech is like a mirage. That's what Choshech is. It's lacking the ore just being there. When the ore is there, it shows that the Choshech that you thought was there is not really there. It was just a dimyan of it being there. That's what Choshech is. I asked my rabbi that last night. What's Pshat by Bari Choshech? I'll talk to you about it after if you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, basic truth is like this. So what's Pshat Bari or Bari Choshech or Bari Choshech? The Pshat is that there's a, there's a Choshech which conceals light, which has no light, and then there's a Choshech which is such a great light that you can't see because the light itself blinds it. That's called a Choshech, which is called a Bari Choshech. There's certain giluyim that Kosh Baruch Hu could present into this world, which is called a Choshech, that it's such a great light that it looks like a Choshech to you. That's called Bari Choshech. Agopanim, the Indian of Choshech means a header or a lacking of light. That's Choshech. That's called, that's called Choshech. Something which light is lacking in that place. Is that clear? Anybody have any, if you could ask on that. You could try to understand better. It's clear? Klar, klar, it's or Okay, good. Mimela, when you understand that all, that choishech is just a lacking of light, right? When you understand that reality, that idea, so you can understand why also when you change your machshava befrat talzavah shibe kedusha, which kedusha means or, it's not, it's not, it just gets, it gets pushed away meela or mimela. It's not a milchama because no milchama was something which is not a real reality. When something is not real, when something is just a lack of something else, it's not a dover mamashas mamish. It's just a dimyan ba'alma. When you, re- when you reveal the dimyan by, by bringing out the kedusha, of thinking about a Torah machshava, so now it happens me'elav umemela. It happens on its own. It happens easily. It's not a melchama to push away that machshava. Why is it not a melchama to push away that title that I had at that moment? Because it's a dimyan ba'alma. And this is really the whole way to relate to Ra in this world. This is the hugest story in the, in the Svarim Akbashim. See, we could, we could say every single time we have struggles, and we have difficulties, we have this, we have that, we always feel, you know, I'm really up against something, really up against something. And we make it into a real mitzvah, the thing that we're fighting with. Our job is not to look at it as being a real mitzvah, but to look at it as being not a real mitzvah, rather a dimyan ba'ama. Or we have to change our perspective to look at things as being just a dimyan. You know, people that go back to America and they and sometimes they speak to me like, "Going back to America, it's going to be good fair luck. It's going to be horrible. America, the taivas and this and that." Why are you making it to America in such a big thing? Why are you making it into a davar mamish? If you're talking that way, it means you're looking at it as being a davar mamish. Try to look at it as being that it's just a dimyan ba'alma. That should be your perspective. Try to look at it as not being something. If you're going to build it up in your mind, the more you build it up in your mind, the more you're making it into a Dabar Mamash. Your job is to make it be a Dimyan Ba'alma. Find the Dimyan behind it. As far as the Dimyan, out to you it's a Dimyan, or out to the belt it's a Dimyan? 
Alt you is a dimin. You you look at it as being a dimin. You look at it as being real, I'm sorry. Meaning, the point is for you to take it. So which part, I think, right, someone says you want to go to America, the license, right, you're walking around, and you don't have, right? You, the point is, though, that you, you become, when you start looking at it as being a dimion, and you start realizing how, it's, taiva, it's not a real taiva, it's not a real thing, it's a dimion ba'alma. The time of the Rasha, everything about it. You look at it as being a dimion, like Chazal say, that the whole purpose of Olam is to look at Olam as being a dimion. When the more and more you look at a dimmy, the more you're above it. See, it's much easier to fight against choyshech when, you, when you're above that choyshech as opposed to fighting against it like this. When you're binging against it, you're clashing head and head with it. If you make it into a metzias, it means you're just going to keep clashing and keep clashing and keep clashing. But when you start to bring out an ore, when you decide to go, I'm going to go higher, then Mamela, it's not like this anymore, and it's much easier. That's why by Chassidim, they're very into Shabbos, they're very into Yom Toivim, they're very into Davin. Why are they so into these things? Huh? Exactly. Because why the into why are they on why are they so into davening Shabbos Muadim? Because these things take a person like we said and they bring a person above their normal selves. They're all they're trying to do is they're trying to bring on the their very makhada mitzvahs which bring in a lot of ore. That's what see them remarkable about. They're mocking about, me, me, about, 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 about uh, uh, mitzvahs which bring in a lot, a lot of ore, and when they bring in a lot, a lot of ore, Mamela now they are Megal, the Dimion of the Choshech. So when you have a Gishmaka davening and you, and you rip through davening with a, with a Hilikite and you daven with the fire, you have a Hilikishavah, you have a Hilikishavah, and you go to a big tzaddik and you're around and you feel that ore. Afterwards, it's much easier to deal with in America. It's much easier to deal with whatever type of you're dealing with. Why? Because you're, it, it, you, you're Megal, how it's just a Dimion the whole entire thing. Because right now you're living in a makam of ore and the ore gets doicha and pushed away from the chayisha. That's the void of it. How am I going to become more healing? How am I going to become more healing? That's why I've seen their makam of being elevated. But I'm not going to be coming machmir. They're not makam about being about being machmir. They're not makam about being machmir. They're makam about being elch. Because elch means bringing more and more ore into your life. That's what it means. Also, the terms of gashmit to ruchmit. They use the gashmit. A lot of joy in America. The gashmit turn into ruchmit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that, that's a question that you have to be Megal through your teal first. The Maisa, what I'm trying to say, is that you bring out your Helechite, you bring out your Erlechite, and you bring out your Erlechite, the Dimion is in Skala through in, in the Chaysha. Very nice. Oh, we're running very late. Okay, let's 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 hold off on the horrors now, okay? So like this. This what this is what happened by 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 the brothers with Yosef. What happens? It's a whole mice now. You know, they come down they, there's no food, there's a big famine in the world. They go down to Yosef and and they think there's this Melech in the Trium over here. And this guy's hocking them, hocking them in China. They're making, they're making them crazy, right? Go ahead, bring this. Go get your, go get your brother. I'm going to put this brother in jail. There's a cop, and then there's this story and this thing, and then they have to come back. The money's still in the, it's still by the, by the, by their animals. A whole big crazy story. And, and he was putting them through a lot of stuff. He's putting, putting them through a lot of difficulty. They felt the difficulty of what Yosef was putting them through. After everything was done, after the end of the story, what happened? Yosef came and he said, "I need Yosef." What happened when he said, "I need Yosef"? 
everything that happened beforehand, they realized was always just Ani Yosef. They realized that it was just Ani Yosef the whole entire time. Every single struggle that they had gone through with Yosef, they realized at the end of the day that it was just a dimmy in that whole entire struggle. Because it was just Ani Yosef in the end. That's all that it was. It was just Yosef the whole entire time. There was never, ever a struggle. There was never, ever a chayshat. It was just Yosef the whole time. So I'm not sure if the Ijib says this or, or the Medrash says this, I don't remember, but that's the Peshach Hashem is going to say at the end, Ani Hashem. Ani Hashem. I am Hashem. And we're going to realize the whole story of all of history that happened until now was just a dimyan that looked like it was a chayshach. That's what it's going to be. When Hashem reveals himself, it's going to be a dimyan that everything until now was something. The Maisa, this is the Peshach in the Miyat Yerech. What's the Inya of the Miyat Yerech? The Inya of the Miyat Yerech, beforehand it was Kechashecha Ka'ira. There was the light, there was the darkness, it looked like each other. And you couldn't see the darkness originally. You couldn't see the Chayshech, I meaning you were able to look past the dimmion of the Chayshech, past the dimmion of the Ra. The immediate the belittling of the light of the Yerech means that now because of that, I look at Chayshech as being a real Matthias. Is that I don't see the dimmion of the Chayshech. That's the Pshat and the immediate Yerech. The Yerech doesn't allow me to see that dimmion. Of the Chayshach. Is that clear? Now, I'll take it one step further, try to do it a little quicker, running out of time. But the way that you look past the Chayshach, this is the Midah Bitachon. What does Bitachon mean? What does Bitachon mean? So, I, I, I was telling the, the, the and supposedly it's, it's a famous Sikha, that uh, the Rabbi Shrevi has a Sikha. Now, what is bitachon? He says that he brings from the Tzemach Tzedek, that the Tzemach Tzedek says, Trach gut, that zain gut. If you think good, then it will be good. Somebody was sick, they went over to the Tzemach Tzedek, and they were asking for a brach, and he said to them, he said, Trach gut, that zain gut. Think good, and it will be good. And he's masber, and he explains, now what does that mean? It means that, what is bitachon? He says, what is bitachon? Bitachon means that I train myself to become a Babi Tachon and I give myself up over more and more and more and more to the Rabbi Shalom. I throw myself more on the Rabbi Shalom. I throw on the Kush Baruch everything. I'm throwing everything up to you, Hashem. I'm giving it over to you. The more and more you put yourself into that matzit, that you give yourself over to the Rabbi Shalom, you have that Bitachon and the Rabbi Shalom, you put yourself into a state of Bitachon and the Rabbi Shalom, the more and more that will allow the things that you have Bitachon in to come out that that should enter into the Matthias of your reality. So when the Tzemach Tzedek said it means the more you have Bitachon in it, the more that that reality will come and be Poyal Mamish. That's what it means. Bitachon allows that reality to take place that you're having Bitachon in. If you really, really, really dig deep into your Bitachon, you become a real Bitachon. That's Bitachon. So what's the Pshat behind that? So honestly, the Pshat is based on what we said that bitachon means that I, whatever I see in front of me right now, I'm looking past that. So I have right now a difficult situation. I have right now a difficult time. And it looks like a chayshech. My bitachon is that I'm looking past that chayshech. I'm looking past the dimin of that chayshech. That's what bitachon means. Bitachon means I'm looking past the dimin of that chayshech. And I'm looking towards the or that's inside that chayshech. The real mitzvah that I'm able to see everything because That's what Bitachon means. So when I'm a gala, when I bring out and when I look past because I'm a Baal Bitachon, 
and I trust in the Rebbe I'm real bit tough on the Rebbe Shalom. And I and all my choshes in my life, I start to and I realize that it's a dimyan, and I start saying no, Rebbe Shalom. I'm looking past that. I'm looking towards the or. I'm looking past the choshes. I'm looking past the dimyan that the choshes creates for me. So what happens after I do that? Now it, what happens is the reality changes because you're a megala that or. Now whatever you had to be talking in, whatever you had to be talking in originally, could now come out like the Rambam says, Because once you, with your bitachon, made that chosik into a dimyan, now you are megala the or of the situation. So when I had bitachon in the person who was sick, that he should become better, what I did was is that I looked. And I had a deep, deep talking past the choshech of that reality, and I was megala the or of that reality. I was megala the dimin of the choshech and brought the or of emes, which is the real reality, the real truth. Is that clear? Clear? Any questions on that? It's a very tiffy side. Bitochun means that I have the ability to make something happen. The way that I do that is because bitochun takes a choyshech and shows the dimin behind the choyshech because I look past so yeah, that choyshech. Exactly. The talking allows you to look past that ra and see the toiv inside of it. When you look past the ra and you see the tov inside of something, when you're about real about bitachon, you're mahapich that you see now that, there's, that the ra was just a dimin and you're megal now the or. And that's where the refuah shleim comes from because you're megal the or over here now through your bitachon. So Mitzvah Shem, we should be zayicha. That last yeah, point was very, very hard. We should be zayicha to tap into the Al-Zira. We should be zayicha to tap in with our bitachon. Yeah. We should be able to look past. We should be megala, the dimyan of, of the choyshech. It doesn't mean that we could just do a veris. It doesn't mean we could do a veris. We, we have to be megala, the emes of that metzias, which should tap into the or, and we should be zayicha to rise ourselves up in Mitzvah Shem.